We are back with episode three of Talking Sports. I'm here with the crew. I got Big Kaz. What's up? What's going on, guys? You know, it's going to be a rough episode for me, but uh, we'll get through it. AVZ, what's up? What's going on? Thank God for the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> well, you know, in unrelated news, AVZ's got a big match this weekend with uh, Ooh, yes. the Cowboy James Storm. Um, yes. We pointed out Kyle's big matches previously on PWE, so I want to uh, yeah. point out AVZ's big match this weekend with Cowboy James Storm. Well, thank you very much. And just like the Cowboys, James Storm's going down. That's right. Brokowski, what's up? It feels so good to be number one, you know? When you're <laughs> on top, it's always great looking down. Well, <sighs> we'll get to the standings a little bit later on in the show. Um, game changer, Kyle Bear, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, rough week for me, but you know what? It's all right. I was, I'm always going to bounce back. It's what game changers do. That is true. So before we get into the picks, before we get in of what happened last week, um, there's been some interesting stuff with the coaching uh, carousel. Uh, just how bad of an organization Jacksonville is. So <laughs> it was reported yesterday that Byron Leftwich was going to take the job. Byron Leftwich played there. Byron Leftwich, of course, offensive coordinator for the Buccaneers. He's been under Bruce Arians' wing for a long time. And then stuff started coming out as he told Jacksonville, if Trent Balky's the general manager, I'm not taking this job. So a few hours ago, it was reported that Trent Balky is going to be reassigned in the organization. And Byron Leftwich's guy, Adrian Wilson, from the uh, – uh, Cardinals is going to become the general manager of the Jaguars, and they're supposed to have a big announcement tomorrow of Byron Leftwich and Adrian Wilson. This all came about because it was announced that the Saints requested an interview with Byron Leftwich. Byron Leftwich accepted the interview, so he pulled some, some uh, power against Jacksonville, looking like he might go interview elsewhere. What do you guys think when coaches – can basically come in and dictate or demand things right off the bat before they're even I mean, how'd that, the job. How'd that go with Chip Kelly? A good example. <laughs> good example. I love, I love when they do it because these coaches get judged and get fired off losses that they don't even get to determine their personnel. So they might come in there and a GM might get to decide, you know, we're getting rid of a defensive player that they need or a wide receiver that they need. And they're millions of dollars are on the line here. So if they're coming in with some pull, I mean, they got to do what they got to do at the same time. I kind of agree with Kyle. I think that, uh, you know, they say, Oh, well, it's the players in the field. Well, if you're not the ones that brought in the players or it's not your system, bringing in the players then you could definitely see. And I know that there was a big struggle between urban Meyer and the cons about, Trent Balky and the fans showing up with clown costumes and makeup and shit the last game. And and looks like for whatever reason, the cons like him, he's going to be reassigned, but Trent Balky looks like he's going to be out as general manager in Jacksonville. Uh, Big Cass, what do you think about, uh, about Byron Leftwich? If he's got the pull to do it, you know, let him do it. That's the thing. If people want you bad enough to come work for your organization, um, they're really not going to pussyfoot around it if they really want you to come in. And obviously, if he's getting job offers otherwhere, other places, just interviews, actually, um, they felt good about it. They pulled the trigger. Let, you know, is it uh, going to work out for him? Who knows? It could come around to bite them in the ass making these moves for a guy that's going to come in and take over your team as coach. What about you, Brokowski? <sighs> I mean, isn't that what you bring him in for is to change what's not working right now? So why would he not bring his own team of coaches, assistants, GMs into the mixture and change the organization? I I think it's perfectly fine that they do something like that. How Leftwich is going to fare out as a head coach, to be honest, I ain't got a whole lot of faith in that one. But we'll see what happens with that. <sighs> Well, just like any any coach that's getting their first taste um, as a head coach, 
he's not on the Bruce Arians tree. Bruce Arians has has done a good job um, with the Buccaneers, but is it because it's who he had? Um, you know, personnel wise. So I guess that's the verdict still out on that. But um, you know, there's he was a former quarterback there, started his career there. So I guess coming full circle, going back there to coach him. But um, what do you guys think about the Bears hire? I really thought Jim Caldwell was getting that job. It looks like Matt and Eberflus from uh, the Colts, the defense coordinator, got that job. What do you think, Kyle? I think I'm thinking the Bears just needed to change something up. That was for sure. Uh, Nagy wasn't getting it done, but (laughs) it's it's the Bears. So I feel like they have potential there. But I don't know if they have the pieces to win with any coach. So I think it says something. If the coach comes in and wins there, I think he's going to look like a a real hero. But if he comes in and he's subpar, I mean, I don't think he can get blamed. So I think it's going to be one of those things where the coach lasts like three or four seasons of just being mediocre before they let him go. You know, Matt Nagy had his first year. He did pretty good with the Bears. And I think the only thing about Jim Caldwell not getting it when everyone thought Caldwell was going there, you had an offensive-minded coach we're switching up and we're going with the defensive minded coach. Typically there's like this unwritten rule around the NFL, where if you are taking a job somewhere else, you typically will take one assistant coach with you. Um, it'd be interesting to see who both Byron Lefwich and Matt Eberflus takes from those teams to go with them. Um, so that'll be interesting to see who they start building their, their, um, coaching staffs out with i'm sure we'll start hearing those in the next few days dan quinn decided to stay on board with dallas as defensive coordinator which that to me sounds like sean payton's coming there offensive minus sean payton he's not going to worry about the defense dan quinn runs that i don't know i guess we'll see what happens in uh in uh dallas but to me that's a sign that Sean Payton might be the guy coming to the Cowboys. And the Cowboys, they'll pay whatever draft pick or whatever they need to pay to the Saints or cash to get Sean Payton if he's their guy. Yeah, the Cowboys will pay whatever to suck again. So, (laughs) Yeah, Sean Sean Payton has his reputation following him, obviously winning a Super Bowl. But to me, it's a crime that Caldwell has never gotten a job. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Undoubtedly. It did something with it. Yeah, we got the Raiders are still open. The Giants are still open. Who else am I missing, fellas? Obviously not going to go to the Cowboys. Looking like Pete Carroll staying in Seattle. Yeah. Good news for AVZ. Does that mean that Russell Wilson's out the door, AVZ? I doubt it. I think he stays. Uh, I mean, like, he's a kind of just been – that kind of like head down kind of guy. Like I would be surprised if he does head out the door, but like, I don't know. Uh, the market would be crazy. It would like, I think the general feeling is that he will stay because like, can you like imagine the landing, like where he could go? Insanity. Like it would be insanity. It would be, it would be as big as Rogers to be honest, because actually probably bigger because he's so much younger because he's younger. He'll go somewhere. Uh, he fits a different style of system than Rodgers does at this point in his career. Uh, he's, he scrambles. He's a much more mobile quarterback than Rodgers is. I know Rodgers was a very mobile quarterback. He's less that now. Uh, you know, like, both of them have one ring each. So, I, I mean, they're both uh, – I think that people – the market would be hotter for Russell Wilson than it would be for Aaron Rodgers, to be totally honest. So but I don't think he's going anywhere. So, ABZ, being a big Seattle fan like you are, if Russell Wilson does leave, and it's always been kind of the thing is he's had to do it himself for the most part on offense, never really had a – No offensive line. No offensive line and never really had a complete – any real weapons that were consistent. I don't know about any of that. I mean, like, uh, right now he has DK Metcalf. uh, Tyler Lockett's like a great burner. Uh, he's had like Gerald Everett, like they paid up to get him. He's a solid tight end. I mean, he's not like elite, but he's a tight end that does his job. But like Pete Carroll's system never really used the tight end in that way. They consistently brought in tight ends for him. 
Uh, so he's kind of always had that. Yes, for a while he did have a depleted uh, receiving core, but they weren't like it wasn't terrible. They were trying to bring people in. Like Percy Harvin was there for a little bit. Um, it was Doug Baldwin for a good uh, amount of time, but they've always been kind of a ground and pound and play defense team, kind of a gritty team, which uh, actually I think it's kind of interesting that the Bears went back to a defensive-minded coach because I think that's kind of the culture of the Bears anyway, and I think that is kind of what they like to do as an organization is just that 85, like pound the ball down the middle, play defense, that kind of thing. I thought it was kind of always weird that Matt Nagy went there to begin with uh, and his carousel quarterbacks, but um, for – they just got to get an offensive line. And the problem was they, it's not like they didn't have talented running backs either. Like they wanted to pound the ball and they have runners that can do it. Um, the problem was they consistently got injured. They, they had a huge injury problem. They took first round pick on uh, Rashad Penny. And that looked like a bust forever until you saw what he did. They had CJ Procise for a long time. And it, so he, he was just injured all of the time injuries to him, but he had the ability to be a scat back. that would be really popular. Maybe like an Austin Eckler. Uh, and it was like, they were not trying to do this he's had pieces he just hasn't had an offensive line and that is really what needs to get shored up to be honest so uh, if you want to let him cook so being devil's advocate of a non-seattle fan but someone that likes mm-hmm. russell wilson none of those names except for dk metcalf's shout out at me as anybody of an importance what would you think russell wilson would look like say with the indianapolis colts with all the weapons they have on offense the the complete running back field of I would say this Hines, I would say this Taylor Mac So I like what I was saying is that like people that I listed were all a bunch of first round pick running backs that just got injured so I would say that if Rashad Penny had an entire season the amazing offensive line that the Colts had like and if he could stay healthy the whole year you saw it at the end of this year <laughs> maybe he could maybe he could be a Jonathan Taylor but we'll never know that like it's a, he's a free agent by the way that's like another like we'll never know that like we saw like what it was like with Marshawn Lynch, and that was like a, a huge name. Um, but as far as like wide receivers go, I would absolutely take the Seattle receiving core ten times over. Uh, I mean, the Colts have uh, Zach Pascal still under contract. Michael Pittman, uh, Ty Hilton's old busted and out the door. He's a free agent, so now you're looking at like like Ty Lockett is a premium burner. Like, he's like a top guy. He's like. Like, he can take the lid off of any defense. Um, DK Metcalf is also, like, he has all of the makings of another, like, Julio Jones-type guy. And uh, I would definitely say that. I mean, but the big thing comes down to, like, the offensive line of the Colts is insane compared to the offensive line of Seattle. So, I guess, like, that's kind of the difference. Go ahead, Kyle. Yeah, Hey, man, I'm yelling smoke screens and all of this. Oh, we talked about the Jaguars, and you, you're talking about uh, our left, which um, having pull. You tell me these players don't do the same things. I don't believe for a second Russell Wilson was ever leaving. I think he threatened to leave really. the offensive line. You know, and two years ago, Kobe Bryant passed away. RIP Kobe, but great Kobe Bryant did that for the Lakers. Uh, I know it's unrelated to football here, but in sports in general, I see it all the time. And, Kobe threatened to leave the Lakers until they got Paul Gasol and he won two more rings. And I think, I think players know what they're doing with it. And these, and these teams obviously want them because they're changing coaches and, and different schemes to try to make, make their uh, franchise look attractive for players like Wilson, who, who gets along with everyone and is good in the community and a great quarterback and, and, and Rogers, a winner and MVP. So. I agree hundred percent. So Brokowski over there is, is looks like he's he's ready to talk uh, his uh, first place in the standings right now. So I'll go over the standings as we sit. Um, Josh Brokowski is eight and two, um, and he went two and two this week. So that tells you something. Kyle and Big Kaz are tied at seven and three. ABZ is six and four. And the only person eliminated is me at five and five because uh, my two Super Bowl uh, predictions are both gone. Um, That's why it's going to be difficult for me on this episode because that Sunday night game was a complete heartbreaker for me. But Brokowski, how's it feel to be sitting on top of the world right now? It feels good. It feels good to be number one. My Super Bowl team, my Super Bowl pick's still in it. You know, 
fucking last weekend, you know, I probably should still be undefeated, but that last, that was last, that last weekend was probably the greatest weekend of football, and that Chiefs, that Chiefs fucking game was probably the best game I've ever seen. Like, that Chiefs-Bills game was dope. I'm going to get into that. Um, Big Cass, how you feeling? I, you know, I don't even know if I have an answer for that. It was an exciting weekend of football. It was playoff football at its best. Um, I mean, I, I walked away disappointed and in shock, kind of. Couldn't believe that it happened, but it did. A green, being the Green Bay fan, what is up with their special teams? Where, how do you come off the line and let someone come? I mean, free and clear, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, it, I I'm. I always watched Aaron Rodgers. I'm a big Aaron Rodgers fan, but really don't pay attention to Green Bay as a whole. Has their special teams been their Achilles heel all year? It, towards the end of the year, it started to be problem, a big problem. You know, they the whole team seemed to fire off pretty good, you know, except for the 0-1 start. They came back and tore it down. You know, Aaron Rodgers was showing why he was Aaron Rodgers. You had Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon in the backfield. Devontae Adams with – you know, a plethora of other receivers that could do just enough. And I don't know, the special teams just kind of fell apart. Kyle, you had the same exact predictions as I did. How do you yeah. feel about that? Look, man, as mad as I am that I lost uh, three out of the four games, I'm so happy because the games are so entertaining. It was literally – I mean, for one of the games, it was a coin toss, but it like came down on coin toss. It came down to last second field goals, and it's everything we love about playoff football. So how can I be mad? And a playoff that the Bengals win, the 49ers win, and the Rams win. The field goals all happen with four seconds left on the clock. What a coincidence. AVZ, on the other hand, decided to go against the rest of us who picked the Bills and picked the Chiefs. I know your mindset on picking the Chiefs because you were so close on that game was to get yourself back at the hunt for for it. But tell us your feelings about the Chiefs game. I do. Okay. So, I mean, uh, I almost shit my pants like uh, 10 times during that game, just like everyone else did. But uh, what I thought was going to happen definitely happened. Like, like what I said, not as far as how good the game was, I knew it would be very, very good. Um, but I did say that if Tyreek Hill starts taking the top off that defense, uh, you're talking about 70 yard strikes with two plays, and that happened. That was happening, and it happened more than once. Um, you cannot have Mahomes doing, and the Bills were letting that happen. Uh, Cool to see Gabriel Davis's like coming out party there. That was sweet. Like I, he's always been very good, and it always confused me why they would like bring in like Emmanuel Sanders, old and busted. Like they had uh, Smokey Brown there last year. Like just use the like, get. We see Gabriel Davis. He's, like, he's good. Just use him. Like put him. Like with like what are you doing? Like and then now we're gonna. That's gonna be more of a thing. He's gonna be more featured. Uh, Diggs is obviously excellent. Uh, Cole Beasley was great at doing his own thing. I, I'm not sure if he's a free agent this year. I think they might still have him. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Josh Allen did answer on a pretty consistent basis. I mean, I think he did it, like, but for every – if that was played uh, in Buffalo, that was going to the, uh, to the Bills. I mean, outside of uh, Brittany Mahomes spraying everyone with uh, – or Brittany – are they married yet? I don't know what the whole thing is. His, his wife. I don't know if she took his name. Uh, spraying down the fans and being all crazy and Jackson Mahomes. And, oh, my God. But uh, <laughs> you want to talk about that for a second? I mean, like, uh, what, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Was she in the wrong there? Or uh, excited for a man? <clears throat> I don't know. It's a different side of football. I don't even know how to, like, comment on. Like, it looked pretty suspect. She purposely – sprayed outside of her her booth onto the fans like she was probably excited but she probably thought i'm not doing this to myself and then she 
she quoted she was quoted saying uh what did she post on, on twitter after that um why can't i just do what i want or something like that I'm like what are you talking about oh my god the mahomes could be the kardashians of the nfl like they could have their own series with this weird ass brother doing his tiktok shit constantly like and then, you know, just recently, fucking the champagne incident. It's like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, it's just Kansas City, a free zone for them. Just, hey, you got Mahomes on your back. Do whatever the fuck you want. I think they're looking That's to be that like next problem. reality TV family the Mahomes are. What do you think he goes home? Well, whether they that, want to or not, it's happening. You know, he probably goes home and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Why? <laughs> I'm, just tr- I'm just trying to play of a guy. So similar to Brandon's feelings right now of just not knowing what to say. Um, I've been a Bills fan since they lost four Super Bowls in a row. And as heartbreaking as that was, Sunday night, I think, was worse. And I will say this before I kind of say where I think the Bills shit the bed. I think we are seeing the next Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. I think for years to come, either the Chiefs or the Bills are winning the Super Bowl. If the Bills get a running back to complement Singletary, Bills might be the team that we see every year winning a Super Bowl. I think Josh Allen proved that he belongs. I think he proved that he was deserving of that talk and that draft as one of the top quarterbacks. Where I think this one went wrong for the Bills, and I'm going to piggyback off ABZ, the game was in Kansas City, but Mahomes and that offense, it took them all the way to three minutes, something left in the game, but they started to wear down the best defense in the NFL. And one thing that the Bills need to do is stay away from the fucking prevent defense that never works in the damn league when you have guys like Tyreek Hill who can outrun everyone in the stadium and Travis Kelsey who does not drop passes over the middle. 13 fucking 10 seconds to go down the field to send the game to overtime. And then what happened, I don't think we should change the overtime rules. I don't want to go to college where it's back and forth, 12 overtimes. That's ridiculous. Where the Bills lost this game was on special teams. Why the fuck are you kicking the ball off with 13 seconds out of the back of the damn end zone to give Mahomes 13 seconds? A squib kick would have taken four to five seconds off the clock, which would have not given Mahomes enough time to have those two passes. Now, could he have thrown one bomb and it end? Yes. But the chances of them having those two plays, getting in field goal range, drastically reduced if you did not kick the damn ball out of the back of the end zone. The toss. Allen, I like Allen. Statistics say you go heads. Allen is a leader. He thinks differently. I'm going tails. I'm going to go out there, win this toss, fucking go down the field. And if he would have got the ball first, I think the Bills would have won. I think the Bills would have got a touchdown and won the game. But that game was lost with 13 seconds left when you kick the ball out of the end zone and give the ball back to my, I don't care how much time's on the clock. You don't give the ball back to Mahomes with time and on the clock and timeouts. There was nothing more Josh Allen could do. That Bills defense was absolutely gassed at the end of the game. And I said this before the game, whoever won this game is winning the Super Bowl. That was the Super Bowl. No other game is going to be as good as Bills Chiefs in this playoffs. You guys can argue Rams, Chiefs. You guys can argue whoever you want. But Bills Chiefs was the best game that we're going to see in these playoffs. And it's sad that it happened in in the divisional round. All right. My rant's done. Well, I agree with, uh, 
Uh, Alan on the coin toss. Cause I don't know where the fuck your you get your statistics, but my statistics say tails never fails. So I fully support him picking tails on the coin toss. True, yeah. but <laughs> statistics on a coin toss. It's a fifty-fifty chance. But, but I, I, will say, I will say the prevent defense. I think because the Kansas City kicker was missing a lot. Still a bad call all the way around. Squib kick, maybe to get in field goal range. I don't know. Either way, thirteen seconds left. You can't let him get there. But but Dan, a coin toss. I mean, it's a fifty-fifty shot. Wow. <laughs> Speaking of coin toss, I'm so far out of it, and I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm 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 flipping a coin for my picks tonight. So my Ooh. I'm gonna do coin toss tonight. You guys want to get started? Let's do it. Brokowski, I'm going to start rock. with you. Oh, God. What game are you going to pick first? Bengals Chiefs. I knew you were going to start with me. I've literally toyed with this one all week. Like, I still don't know which one I'm going to pick. And the reason on that is last week, instead of sticking with my gut, I went with my head and went with a smart pick and chose Green Bay, and look what happened. This is what's happening again. It's my gut's telling me to pick Cincinnati. You know, Burrow's on fire. Chase is going at it. And now Mixon is even picking it up in the backfield a little bit. But I, I just can't see that defense being able to even stop the Chiefs one time just to even a field goal. And because Mahomes just showed out last week and proved me wrong on everything. Like, that motherfucker is elite as it comes. I agree with you on the uh, suggestion. The the Allen and Mahomes rivalry would be that of Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. But I'm going to go with the Chiefs, and I'm going to say they're going to win by at least 20. AVZ, same game. Bengals-Chiefs. So, I feel like I owe the Bengals and all of their fans an apology. I buried them from the beginning. I always a losing culture, a losing team, a poorly run organization. But finally have a team that they can be proud of. Uh, Joe Mixon is a great running back. and He's actually pretty young, uh, considering he's been in the league for a while. Uh, he does have injury problems, but he's turning it on again. He's putting on the turn on the gas in the playoffs. Uh, Jamar Chase, uh, that's just crazy. Him and my dog is squeaking in the background. I can show you hear that. Uh, uh, Jamar Chase with Burrow. That's, like, awesome. They have a great, very deep receiving core. Uh, and, you know, I think they're going to be a good team for a long time. That being said, uh, Chiefs by 10. Big cast. Um. I feel like you can't pick against Kansas City right now. <clears throat> but for the sake of this, and because Josh picked the Chiefs, that's the only reason why I'm picking the Bengals this week. Uh, maybe Joe Burrow and the Bengals could pull one off in Kansas City. Maybe Kansas City has just a, a flop of a game. They counted out the Bengals too early. Might think it's light work, and then the Bengals will come out and actually play. But don't let nine sacks up. And I think it'd be a close one, 17-14. Kyle. So, first of all, Brokowski couldn't decide, but um, now it's now he's got the Chiefs winning by over 20. That's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you know me, really I just throw random deep. numbers out there. I just want the W. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the score. Hey, this, this might eliminate me from the whole thing. Uh, here, but I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Um, 32-17, because like you said, the Chiefs just won the Super Bowl. They just beat the Bills. They have all the confidence in the world, and there is no damn way I'm picking an Ohio team close enough to Ohio State and the Bengals, who I've wanted to see lose this entire time. I'm sick and tired of the Cinderella story. I can't wait for it to end Sunday night, and I can't wait for Mahomes to be the Grim Weaver to end them and we don't have to hear about the Bengals ever again until next year. Hell yeah. All right. Well, let me flip my coin. Uh, Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we're going to go to the 49ers and the Rams. Um, uh, Kyle, let's start with you on this one. Oh, man. So th this one's the tough one here. Obviously, we just saw what happened with the 49ers. Um, and anyone who doubted them, 
But then we got the Rams, and and I honestly believe this one, the the safe choice, I think is the 49ers because they feed off turnovers. And what do the Rams do? They turn the ball over. But this is Stafford's year. It's like destiny. He's supposed to be in the Super Bowl. And I've got to go with the Rams. I will go 34 34- no, no, I'm not. We're not going that high. We're going to go 21, 21, 17. I'm going with the Rams, and uh, hopefully we'll get to see a rematch of the 2018 game, the second best game I've ever seen, right behind this Bills-Chiefs game from this past weekend. Uh, I think it was a Monday night game between the Chiefs and the Rams. So I'm going with the Rams. Hey, Cass. I can't let – Josh, go before you because you're just going to pick the opposite. Well, I already know what he's going to pick in this instant. I know he's going with the Rams, uh, but I think San Francisco does win this. Debo Samuels, uh, it's going to boil down to whoever has the ball last, I think, to be honest. You better hope my coin flip doesn't come up 49ers because you're fucked because you picked the same teams as me then. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be 24-21 San Francisco. All right, Brokowski. All right. Obviously, I'm picking the Rams. But I'm using this time to defend my boy Stafford here because I'm sick and tired of these motherfucking haters, for real. Should I mute Even his mic? last game, people were giving him shit for, and he fucking won. This man is 41 for 55 in the playoffs. No interceptions. Zero. Zero. Tampa Bay secondary absolutely sucks. Don't hold on to the ball. That again, that could be dangerous because I do think the Niners will capitalize because their defense is a lot better and they'll score more touchdowns on defense that way. But Stafford is just unfucking stoppable right now. He is on a mission to prove a fucking point that he is a fucking elite quarterback and just needed a team to fucking help him. He's got 74 complete, 74% completion rating right now. Four TDs. Damn near 600 yards. And people are still doubting this. I'm falling asleep. I'm falling asleep. I mean, he'll have two interceptions this next game, though. All right. I don't think so. I'll make it quick. Heads will be the Rams. Tails will be the 49ers. God damn. Rams. Fuck. I uh-huh. should have known Heads was gonna win, right? Now you got now you gotta talk good about Stafford, man. Well, then if my picks is who's actually going to the Super Bowl, the Rams are gonna beat the shit out of them. Um AVZ, go ahead. Uh I mean, last week I felt like the 49ers, like they did beat Green Bay, but I felt like Green Bay beat Green Bay more than the 49ers beat Green Bay in that game. Uh, and like, I feel like they just keep on sneaking by like the 49ers. Like, I don't think they're that good. I just don't. The regular season record showed that. Uh, and again, I just like, what if Rogers goes to the 49ers? I mean, well, you have Jimmy Grant. You ha- yeah. Well, you have Garoppolo right now, right? And you have Trey Lance behind. That's your number one pick. What happens next year? Like, do you have a, like, there's going to be so much controversy around this team. It's exciting. Uh, like, I feel like this is a team that, like, it should be a hard box team for sure. Um, but that being said, the Rams tried super hard to lose their game as well. They did their best Falcons impersonation. Uh, and, yes, the Tampa Bay secondary absolutely sucks. We talked about that last Ass, week. As part they're of- garbage. Of uh, yeah, how they were going to win. Stafford did look good, and in, in he did what he was supposed to do, which is pick apart that secondary. Uh, him and Cooper Cup did pick that apart, and they were supposed to. They were supposed to. They did what they were supposed to do. But this is a divisional game. Um, it's gonna be closer than the score says. But I am also taking the Rams, and I'm taking them twenty-seven to twenty-one. Yes. All right, so the luck of the coin toss got me with the Bengals and Rams. ABZ took the Chiefs and Rams. Josh took the Chiefs and Rams. Big Cass took the Bengals and 49ers. And Kyle took the Chiefs and Rams. 
So now that we have the Super Bowl teams predicted in place, let's talk what is going to be the big what are we going to be talking about on Monday after these games? Who is going to be the game changer of the weekend? Brokowski. I'm going to get him out of the way because I know who he's going to say. Is Brokowski with us? Yeah, I think so. I'm thinking like I, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. I hate when I got to go first. If I got to pick. So I would definitely go with probably like how AVZ kind of said last week, you know, when the 49ers lose, it'll be the conversation will be who's going to be their quarterback next year with Aaron Rodgers being heavily favored to go to San Fran in some kind of a trade, which will obviously include either Trey Lance or Garoppolo. So I'm going with, with the Niners losing and quarterback controversy in San Fran. The cast. Well, going based off my picks, I think it's going to be the game changer is going to be the way Joe Burrow plays this weekend in Kansas City. Um, he could put up big numbers, bring them to a win, take them to a Super Bowl, and of course, like he's he's that leader that they're going to talk about if he does that. That is my game changer this week. ABZ. I'm going to uh, pull a U, actually, Dan, from last week and uh, pick an entire uh, unit and say we're going to be talking about the Cincinnati Bengals offensive line and how shitty they, they are. Get, if they don't get their shit together, they're going to turn Joe Burrow into Andrew Luck. Nine sacks. Guy just comes off a knee surgery. Nine sacks. Should have been 10. Yeah. True. Could have been a thousand. So even though my coin toss said the Bengals are going to win Monday, I think we're going to be talking about Mahomes. Mahomes, how he just tore apart that defense and how truly the Chiefs will be looked at as the team that's going to be unstoppable in the Super Bowl in, in, in Los Angeles. Game changer, since this is your segment. Who is your game changer of the week? Not Joe Burrow, but um, I'm going to stay away from the Rams and San Fran games. I'm not totally confident in that one. And I think, you know, just want to point out, San Fran did beat the Rams last week of the season when the Rams needed to win to clinch the division. So I'm going to stay away from that one. I'm going to go with the one where I'm pretty confident. I hate to agree with you, Dan, but uh, it's Mahomes because this will be four straight. AFC championship games. And I don't want to hear about a coin toss. He lost the first one due to a coin toss. And how many rings can he get? Can he do it again? Can he have two? And that'll put him in elite class because there's not, there's not many elite quarterbacks that have uh, two or more rings. So I think it's all going to be about Mahomes come Monday. I mean, it was all about Mahomes and Allen on Monday on a great <laughs> game. It was. So I just, Mahomes is, if I was truly picking, I would have picked the 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 Chiefs and, and Rams based upon the Rams defense, even though that would have hurt me, even though I did it with my coin flip, I would have picked the Rams because of that defense. But um yeah, Mahomes is winning the Super Bowl. Um he's going to be MVP of the Super Bowl and, and come Monday they're gonna talk about him being the next great quarterback. Anybody got anything else they want to add before we get out of here? Yeah. I want to know what everyone else's opinion, because you already touched on it and said your opinion on the overtime rule. I think that both offices should get one possession. First team get the kickoff. You get a touchdown. I think the Bills should have had one drive, one chance to score a touchdown, and then it could have been, you know, sudden death, next point wins. My quick rebuttal to that before everybody goes, goes in. It, the whole adage has been defense wins championships. And if the bills are going to win a championship, that defense cannot, I cannot run out of gas. And that's being a bills fan. We cannot run out of gas. Well, look at the Rams last super bowl. They were nothing but offense. 
The Patriots have won Super Bowls with nothing but offense. Just telling you, I, I, the defense has got to step up. It's it's what you pay those guys to go out there and do. Crunch time, game on the line. You should stop the other team from getting in the end zone. And if you can't, you don't deserve to be in that next game. And my Bills didn't deserve to be in the next game. You know, what if the Bills did run down and score a touchdown? Then what, Josh? They just keep playing? No, it goes into sudden death, and that's when the next point wins. I think overtime, overtime is sudden death. Like, I don't think you need sudden death in sudden death. Yeah, you're just still – if you're saying that, they both get a chance whether or not it's touchdown or – like Yeah, it's you had those – It's not the name sudden death and then think about, okay? <laughs> I'm with you, bro. Yeah, I, I wish they both got a chance with the ball. I think it would change a lot, though. Maybe you want to play defense first to see if they can only kick a field goal. Maybe you go for the touchdown, you know, with the ball next. I'm with you. I think the NFL does it in a way because they have the next game coming on maybe a lot of times. You know, the first game, they don't want to go too long because they want you tuning in for the second game. Um, hey, I think I, that's I, right. Josh, they would trade touchdowns all day. I'd have been a fan. You, I mean, you do get – if you only – go down when you first have the ball and kick a field goal, the other team does get a chance to tie then. That's true. Well, so, and that was already a rule changing well, no, at that. Then, I remember. Take the ball. They score a touchdown, the game would be over. Yeah. Compared you know, to a field like, goal. What about you, ABC? You look like you've got I feel got like I'm on an island, man. I feel like I'm on an island, but I say play 10. Uh, play 10 and go till, till there's a winner, man. I say you play you play 10. Uh, I would call it a quarter, but it's not really a quarter. Uh, I mean, like, do this only for the playoffs. You don't have to do that for regular season. Ties exist in regular season. Keep the play, keep it how it is for the regular season. But in the playoffs, where you have to have a winner, like go go ten, play ten, okay. Still tied, play ten more. And I understand the concept that like they're gonna want you, like they want you to tune into the next game. But like, amazing are those advertising minutes when you're still in that game so just instead of um the games like what what they started at 7 30 for the late games uh this time around 7 30 eastern start those at your normal 8 15 time and you don't really have that problem anyway what are they gonna play 15 overtimes come on like it'd be fine let it just go 10 and under the circumstance that it's in like triple overtime and they're playing actually like 30 minutes the whole world will be watching that game like that those will be such valuable advertising minutes the why like pros so heavily outweigh the cons as to like people watching and on the next uh, on to the next game so like make it fair make them play another quarter it's under the circumstance that a t- one team must win if it's if ties are acceptable like in the regular season then you keep it the way it is it's fine no big deal right play defense but like in this case, play defense and also play offense. And also, like if you can score an extra twenty-one points in that ten minutes, go do it. Like who cares? You know what I mean? It's like I feel like you play ten. Yeah, better for like like the the Chiefs have the advantage in that game because they're the home team, right? But the away team gets to call the toss. So really, the Bills have the advantage because the probability always says to go heads. So it's the Bills' own <laughs> fault that they. <laughs> uh. So. This is a really good debate. Just like another big debate is how do you're going to come up with the national champion in, in college football? Nothing ever is going to be perfect. I think like that, they're getting to a perfect scenario. Maybe as time goes on, but the only problem is we have who we have running the league um, in the NFL. Yeah. Um, it'll take time, but I like ABZ's point of, let the regular season be how it is. We need to do something different in the postseason. And what they're doing different isn't working. Um, if I would have come out and said, change the overtime rule, change the overtime rule, I'd kind of look like a, you know, a, a, a sad Bills fan today. Um, there's always something could be better. So it's just, is Roger Goodell smart enough to let, the powers that be come up with a better scenario. I don't know. I think no scenario is going to make everybody happy to begin yeah. with, you know, cause I remember the, the overtime rule was first team to score period field goal or not, you didn't get another chance. So them adding, if you only go down and 
kick a field goal, the other team gets the opportunity. I kind of like it the way it is. And uh, although I do like the, t- the whole play another 10 minutes, like I, I like that idea also up until what do what happens when they tie after that in 10 minutes in a playoff game, you know, 10 more minutes, baby, 10 more minutes. <laughs> you 10 more like- minutes? Or at some point you have to do sudden death. You know, yeah. Well, then just go to no, a fucking, go to a kickoff. You know, like an old school hockey shootout, but do it with the field goal kickers. Put the put oh, them make them make their money. Keep backing it up, a couple yards each time. Let's well, the Chiefs would have lost that game if, if that was the way overtime was handled. Because Harrison Buckner looked horrible <laughs> kicking the ball. Hey, but your team. Much when it mattered, man. The, all these kickers this week—that's probably what I'm most impressed with. How many years have we seen teams lose final second field goal? Like they were good all year and they missed one, you know. And this weekend, they were all money. So, so I want to bring that up because you're absolutely right. Like the kickers were like stars of the show a lot. So the question is, like with all the qu- the kicking uh, controversy with some player, like some teams just don't have great kickers. Question: So, like say a Justin Tucker, like historically an amazing kicker, holds all kinds of records, most accurate. Is he worth in a trade a first round pick? Yeah. Everything else. I, I honestly, yeah. think, depending on what team you are, I think so. The guy can win you games, legitimately win you games. He's clutch. I think Justin Tucker's a rare exception, though. How many kickers are really worth what Justin yeah. Tucker's? Who else Justin, bro, he gives you a shot from sixty plus out. Like, like you line him up at sixty plus out, and it's like you're not going like you're not. That's not even a hail mary. That's a we might. You know, Justin Tucker is the best kicker active in the NFL. Um, when Adam Vinatieri retired, Justin Tucker got that, you know, got that honor of being the best kicker in the NFL. Um, the way kickers are valued coming out of college, you normally aren't even drafted. If you're drafted, then you should be a big deal. Um, but but then you got the Lions who decide after the end of the preseason this year to kick all their kickers and go into their first active you know roster before the season starts with no no kicker on the roster. So I guess it's just all on how you think of it and how they're valued. Uh, but then the Lions are also the team that took a long snapper in the draft as well. Lions gonna Lions man. Always fun draft season. <laughs> This kicker the Bengals got. Uh, he was on McAfee's show. And he flat out was like, We're not scared of the Chiefs. And that's the kicker saying, We're not scared of the Chiefs. <laughs> What's he got to be scared that guy's of? He's got balls, though. He's just kicking a field goal. I liked it, though. Like, he's just like, We ain't scared of the Chiefs. Yeah, there's a clip of uh, Joe Burrow talking about him right before he went in to kick that field goal yep. to end that game to where he's yeah. like, well, looks like we're going to the AFC championship boys. And then goes in to kick the field goal. Yeah. McPherson, he he's kicking he's pretty balls. well, but he's yeah, a this... young, he's a young kid. You know, same with uh, Garoppolo. He smiled at the end of the uh, Packers game. I'm like, dude, you're smiling. It's cold in Lambeau. It's freezing. I don't know if I trust this, but he just believed in, you know, Robbie gold that he had it and it was all money. I mean, yeah, there, there's a clip of him saying "fuck the Packers" with Robbie Gold too. You know, yeah. you're a legend, man. Tells you how bad that Bears organization is for getting rid of Robbie Gold. They haven't been able to get have a kicker do anything since he uh, they got rid of him. So, yeah, we've definitely seen this year, if if not previous years, kickers are very important to a team's success. Every game this weekend at some point came down to a kick, whether it was to win it or send it to overtime came down to a kick. And I'm glad you said that, Dan, you said like defense wins championships. What we're always told. And lately we're seeing offensive powerhouses, but now we're seeing kickers, you know, it's still three points. We're seeing special teams change games. It literally came down to special teams, Green Bay's entire season. So it's crazy. Yeah. Change it year by year. Like special teams cost point swing cost them the, the game. And, in Green Bay. Special teams cost Packers 10 points. 10 points. You know, I'm not saying the field goal was going to be good, but likely. Like that field goal, if he gets it off, it's probably a good field goal, but no, it's blocked. And then you punt in the punt for they get a touchdown. Like they recover it and get a touchdown off. That's 10 points right there. 
take that away. Even with Aaron Rodgers playing shitty offense, that's still a win, you know? Like, they could have won barely doing anything. Like, they had every, you know, Grappo had negative fucking yards two whole quarters. And they were wrapping up that run. And then they're like, hey, let's just hand it to Debo now. We can't throw it to him. Let's just hand it to him. And that ruined it. It was crazy that they even had the confidence to do that. And it's crazy that his stats, Garoppolo's stats are that bad and they pulled it off. But how many times are we told that this is a three-phase game? Offense, defense, special teams. And I don't think any of us really take that special teams seriously when we hear that. We're like, okay, offense. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Here we are. So he, here's a question to end the show with. We've talked about this before. Guys like Trent Dilfer, Joe Flacco have won, have won Super Bowls. Can Garoppolo win a Super Bowl with the way he plays? I think so. I, mean, no I guess Foles. we're going to find out. Nick Foles. He's no Nick Foles. But... So if you're saying if Russell Wilson leaves Seattle, you want Nick Foles? No, Nick Foles is an offensive line. Big Dick, big Dick Nick needs some protection. You got to use protection when you got Big Dick Nick. I think, I think I, I do think that Nick Foles is probably like a low end, like startable NFL quarterback. Like if you're like, if you need someone to like get you through a year, I don't think he's any worse than like a Fitzpatrick, but like, I was going to say Andy Ryan Dalton. Fitzpatrick is the epitome of that. Yeah. Or it's like the, Andy Dalton, uh, like, yeah, it's like, he, like a former, like Josh McCown type guy. Like if you need that, like, yeah, he could do that for you. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, can Jimmy Garoppolo win? Like, yeah, anything's possible. Anything's possible through Christ. But, I mean, I don't think the odds are, like, going to, like, do I think he is going to win a Super Bowl? No. Do I think that the uh, – I think that they can win a Super Bowl with him? No. But, like, they're going to put their smiley faces on and whistle to the graveyard anyway because, like, if they do win the Super Bowl, it is not because of him. Like, they've taken to handing their top receiver the football. That's all. Like, that's what they're just doing. Like, screw it. We don't, like, we don't trust him to throw it. Just screw it. Just take it behind the line of scrimmage. Make plays happen. Just go. Like, they were always a run-first team anyway. So, I mean, you know, just hand it off, Jimmy. Just hand it off, buddy. How many times does a guy have to get, like, deep into the season, even a couple minutes away in a Super Bowl from winning, before we realize he can actually win it. Yes, he can win it. Um, I also don't think he will. And yeah, But to say it's because of him or it's not because of him, man, there's so many different parts of football. Like, it's not always about the quarterback. Joe Flacco had a great season when he won it. Uh, but, yeah, Nick Foles came in and won a Super Bowl. We've seen, we've seen bottom-level quarterbacks do it. I don't see why Garoppolo, with that defense uh, and that system, I don't see why he couldn't be another one. But it's not going to happen because Patrick Mahomes is going to beat the shit out of everybody. <laughs> Probably. All right, fellas, this has been real. Next week's episode will be a little bit different because there's no games, but we got some stuff that we're gonna that we're gonna talk about. So, Brokowski, do we want to take us out? Yeah, go Rams. Stafford number one. Fuck the Rams.